One of the mysterious things about us humans is that we operate at different levels of consciousness. Some of our thoughts and beliefs and our behaviours we are totally unconscious of. They just happen in the background and we're not aware of them. Uh, some of our thoughts and beliefs and behaviours uh, we're partly conscious of. We might be conscious that we, we act in this particular way, we do this particular thing, but we're not exactly clear on the motivation behind it. Or we think we might know the motivation, but we're actually, we don't really. There's another motivation we don't see, we're not conscious of. And then, of course, there are some beliefs and thoughts and behaviours that we are very conscious of. Self-awareness is precious because it's that, that faculty within us, uh, it's, it's that process of becoming more conscious of what we're thinking and what we're feeling and what we're believing and what we're doing. And not only becoming more conscious of what we're doing, but why we're doing it. What's the motivation that's driving that behaviour? When our self-awareness is underdeveloped, what often happens is that we create a gap between our reality, as we see it, and actual reality, right? Are you conscious of the gap? We've all got a gap. <laughs> uh, another way of saying that is that we can deceive ourselves, right? And, and I think that's what's happening with the Pharisees and the scribes, the religious leaders in the gospel today. You see, they're carrying out their duty. They're teaching the word of God. They're upholding their religious traditions. They're wearing all the right clothing. They're doing all the external things right. Okay? And it seems to me that they think they're doing the right thing. They, they think they're good religious people, good leaders. They're doing a good job. That's their truth, right? But Jesus sees another truth. He sees that actually... They're not practicing what they're preaching. Their teaching and their leadership was self-motivated. So rather than helping people, they're actually putting burdens on them. They're hindering their progress, their flourishing. Now, we don't know for sure, but, but I don't think the Pharisees would have been fully conscious of what they were doing. I choose to believe that. Maybe there were some that were conscious and they were just doing it out of an evil heart. But I think they, they were just living in deception. They were unaware of themselves, what was driving them, their insecurities. They couldn't see the difference between their reality and actual reality. And so Jesus, in love, uh, was challenging them to see the truth. And to repent, you know, of their behaviour, to change. Now, Lent, of course, is a time for all of us to do the same thing, right? To acknowledge the real truth of our lives. Lent is a time of, of radical honesty with ourselves. Because as I'm sure you're, you're aware, sometimes we can trick ourselves to thinking that we're more loving more generous, more selfless than we actually are, right? Sometimes 
we can think that our motivations are more pure than they actually are. And so in Lent, we're invited to uh, allow the Spirit of God to help us to see the real truth. We do that through our prayer, through our reflection, through a, you know, having a, a, a really good confession, really uh, you know, taking time to examine ourselves, perhaps getting, seeing someone that can help us to see the truth in us, getting some counselling, some support. We do that, of course, not to condemn ourselves, but so that God can heal what he needs to heal, so that he can bring us in, in, into the, the, the real truth and that he can enable us to flourish again. You know, in Lent we're given that text from Joel, come back to me with all your heart, fasting, weeping, mourning. Let your hearts be broken, not your garments torn. Don't worry about doing all the right things on the outside. Let your hearts be broken. And this is, I think, how we allow our hearts to be broken, just acknowledging the truth of, of who we are. The reason we, we can do that, the reason we can do the hard work of facing the truth of ourselves and the parts of us that aren't so loving is because we know that God's love is relentless. We know that his mercy is all-consuming, And we're reminded of that in the first reading today, huh? God says through the prophet, Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Scarlet and crimson were like a dye which you couldn't get out. It was very difficult to get out. God's saying, even though your sin is, you know, so entrenched and so strong and, and, and seemingly, you know, uh, irreparable, irremovable, uh, I, I will heal it. I will cleanse it. The key thing is that we come with a humble, truthful heart before our Lord.